It is now time for Ask B. Mitch Anything. Uh, oh, our guy Drew Cohen is on the line. What, what up, Drew? Drew? Ask B. whatever you want. Hey, guys. I'm looking forward to, to tonight. But I do have a, a question for B. Mitch, um, you know, with this whole Dan Quinn thing. Uh, I'm kind of okay with uh, with getting Dan Quinn. I mean, I'm willing to forgive him for being a cowboy if he comes here and helps us win consistently and especially beat the Cowboys all the time. Um, but, uh, but the question I have, we were talking about this little is, uh, is based on what you're hearing about him. Um, and the discussion we had that maybe Ron lost his edge um, a little, do you think that Dan has the edge to that will do what it takes to be, bring a championship to the town? And do you think he can motivate his guys? I think those are the two most important things for uh for a head coach coming in, and I'm wondering what your perspective is on that. I think he, it takes more than just Dan's mindset to bring a championship. It's going to take everybody for that, and I think that you got people that want to win, and they're going to put forth their best effort. I give you that. But can he motivate his, his players? Yeah. I mean, everywhere he's been, he's motivated his players, and then I think ultimately when you start hearing the reputation that he has, he's a guy who gets guys to follow what he's trying to sell. I have no reason yeah, but, to, but to believe in it. How important do you think that is relative to, you know, all the other factors like offensive scheme and, and, and all the other pieces that have been, you know. I think motivating a player to do what you want him to do and sometimes things they don't want to do is probably more important than having a great scheme because if your players aren't motivated, your scheme is supposedly as good as they, you said it is, won't look good because they're not motivated to go out and do what you want them to do anyway. I'd say Perfect. just I'd to add, you. Drew – uh-huh. Brian's saying this on air, and B always says what he actually feels, but I've had a million conversations with a lot of different players, active and retired, that say the leader of men category is by far the most important. Yeah. I was and, saying, so that leader of men being a motivated type, motivating type person is way better than scheme. You know who the scheme helps out? The coach. You know who the motivating help out? The whole damn team, the whole organization. The coach that's trying to get a job talk about how great his scheme is. The coach that has the job and does well, you could point right to his motivation of his players. Thank you, Drew. I look forward to hanging out tonight, buddy. Okay, me too. All right, see you, man. Uh, let's switch it up. Go to Forrest in Ashburn. Forrest. What up, Forrest? Brothers, how you doing? What Always up, good to talk to B. Mitch and Finlay. Hey, Thank listen, you, uh, this question is for B. Uh, B, I've been watching uh, recently a lot of uh, punt returners bringing back balls that look like from when I played football back in the earth was flat. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. once you put your foot on the 10, it was too deep unless you just had a wide open field. How do you feel about that? Have you noticed anything about that? How guys Dude, Forrest, I text him about this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's they, a great question. Uh, they have moved that back to the eight-yard line for some reason. But they're, dudes are okay. fielding them at but, the five. But they're the telling four. guys at the yes. eight. But but the now this is what this is one thing I don't think many fans would understand. They tell the player, you have to be able to try to figure out what that hang time is compared to what. So okay. if I let's say if I line up on I'm lined up on a 15 yard line, and I know you're you're averaging about 45 yards, and I'm at 45 yards, but then you hit one about 55, so I'm gonna drop back to the five. And based off of my clock in my head, if that thing is not close to 4.95 seconds of hang time, I'm bringing it back because you've now outkicked your coverage. 
which gives me okay. a quicker chance to come at him. And I think when you look at a lot of punters today, Tress Way is not like these guys. Tress can get hang time and distance. Most punters today, they kick a longer ball, but it has less hang time. Here's my thing. Like, as far as a dude fair catching inside the six, I would say. Because you see it so many times. When that ball back, I recognize how good the spin is these dudes are putting on it. How a lot of times that thing jumps straight in the air. The Lions punter. Legit might have been the perfect punt. That thing bounced at the two straight up. Mm-hmm. Dude still fell into the end zone for the touchback when he was fielding it. Yeah, I would never fair catch inside of that but zone. See, the thing about it is they've changed some of the rules. Back when I was returning, if I'm faking a fair catch inside the 10, I get you looking up in the sky and I can decapitate you. You can't you can't block him. You can't block him anymore. So now the returner has to not only is the returner looking at the punt, he's trying to estimate the hang time. He also has to see if anybody is in the area. So if he sees a guy coming behind him, he wants to sit more on it. I think you sit on it to the last second, then you move. And what I would do, like you notice guys are getting right up on the returners. I would move right into him. Yeah. Thank you, Forrest. Great question, yeah, so man. I just think that I think there's a lot more stuff going into it. But the co- the coaches now are telling them estimate the hang time. And let's be real, they're not returning p- kicks anymore. Right. So they're taking chances. Yeah, now. That's true. Trying to keep <laughs> they're jobs. They're taking chances. Thanks, yeah. Forrest. Good question, man. Um, where do you want to go, Jeff? Did anybody impress you during the call screening process? You wrote everybody's name down, and looks like you spelled every city right. Yeah, take David in Charlottesville. As you knock over your Mountain Dew bottle. Okay. <laughs> David. That's ginger ale. David, what up, man? Ask me anything. Hey, what's up, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. What's up, Dave? Hey, first and foremost, I want to say, man, for the first time in, in 25 years, there's a pecking order in the house. Yeah. And and, and I and I believe that Dan Quinn, being the leader of men, is going to surround himself with the all-star team and, and with all-star coaching team. And, and this team's going to do something in the next couple of years, two, maybe three at worst. But my question for B. Mitch is, B. Mitch, man, when you go, when you go, when you get to Canton like you're supposed to, like you should, are you really going to get your crew? To, are you really going to get your crew together and ride a bike? That's the plan. Hold on, you got to ride right. a bike to Ohio. Bike ride to Ohio. Let me be clear. Yeah. I will meet you there. The, JP, you haven't more than twenty miles. You're supposed to ride. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's further, so that, further hey, evidence that, 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 that will is you playing there. right there. All right, fellas. Thanks, yeah, Dave. I think it's like it's already a ride from Pittsburgh to D.C., and I think from here to Ohio, about the same distance. I think it's, it's like a six-hour drive in a car. Give me the mileage. All right, I'll look it up right now. We, we, we got to leave a certain uh, early enough time, though, Jay. Yeah, I mean, you probably got to leave a couple days. Now, maybe, yeah, yeah, two or three. I mean, don't you oh. need to take a break? It's 336 miles. Yeah, that's about the same distance to uh, Wichita. Sure. However, you got to go up and over the Appalachian Mountains. Jay, it's going to happen. Okay. It's a six-hour drive. Cool. How long is that on a bicycle? It'll be more than six hours. <laughs> Take the over. We rode 110. To Gettysburg? No, we rode 105 in one day. To Gettysburg? It's, no, it's about six, seven hours. Where was to that? To Gettysburg was 108. That's... Two-day ride. Where was the 110 in one day? That was one in 105. Uh, we did, I'm trying to remember if that was Cambridge or what's the other little island on there? Here's what I know about the Eastern Shore of Maryland. 
it's flat. flat. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. different, man. Yeah, and that that uh one that we did the You will have my full support. I did one down to what's I the will... little beach right there before you go across the Bay Bridge? To your left. Uh yeah, Piney Point. Piney not Piney Point. What's they called? It's uh, Sandy Point. Sandy Point. That wasn't flat. And I rode that after a, a Saturday night of hell, and it was a Memorial Day one. Well, B. And I'm telling you, I was sweating before I even got on the bike, though. Whatever that was, wasn't a mountain either. Yeah. And a lot of them. Oh, cool. Um, it ain't going to be a lot of people. I guarantee you that. You think Jimbo is still very quiet, or do you think Jimbo is, has snuck out of work and is able to use his outdoor voice? <laughs> Let's find out. Jimbo, what up? Hey, shout out to my caller from Charlottesville, Go Hoos. But, hey, how y'all doing today? I'm feeling much better. We're good, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was hilarious yesterday, by the way, that um, while Kime was on the air, the news broke that Dan Quinn was coach. Oh, the irony. <laughs> but I do have a question, mainly this time for JP, but, of course, BMS can chime in, too. Um, yes, you know, it's that big. <laughs> you, you know, Come I, I know a lot. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I noticed that, like, on Twitter, you know, oftentimes people come after JP and to a lesser extent B-Mitch a lot for the coverage of the team, and I don't really understand it half the time. Like, JP could say something as simple as, uh, Dan Quinn, we don't know about him, and people will just come after him. Oh, you're too hard on the team. Or, oh, you're too soft on the team. I've seen both sides. So my question of uh, JP is like, how do you, why do you think that is that people come after you and how do you handle that like in your profession and just do your job, you know? Well, Jim, I'm going to ask you something first. They don't come after sure. me on Twitter because I rarely go on Twitter. <laughs> but they come after me a lot. They say I hate on the team all the time. 